Good morning. It is my privilege and pleasure and honor to be speaking in front of you here today. I have this message that I want to share with you, and it's about being. So, tignan mo nga yung katabi mo. Make sure that that person is a human being. Check nyo lang, just to make sure. Kasi kung hindi, please taas yung kamay. <laughs> Alright. Human. We are called to be human beings. Kasi we are not human doing. See, when God called us, He has a vision. He has a plan. He has a dream for what He wants your life to look like. Meron siyang balak, di ba sa very famous na verse in the Bible, in Jeremiah. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. See, He wants all of these things for you. Jesus said, I have come so that you may have life and life to the fullest. Every time I speak here, I share these verses because they're so close to my heart. Yan ang mga pinanghahawakan natin. Yan yung mga promises ni God na totoo at na experience natin para sa buhay natin. But these things don't happen automatically. Sa totoo lang, yung vision na gusto ni God para sa atin, yung plano niya para sa atin, hindi natin nakakamtan in one day, hindi natin nakakamtan kaagad in one year, hindi natin nakakamtan in ten years or even in a lifetime. Buti sana kung ganun lang kadali that when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, tapos ka na, okay ka na, kunin ka na nawa ni Lord. Eh, hindi ganun eh. Because God wants more for your life. He doesn't want that ma-experience mo lang ang salvation, tapos yun na yun. He wants for you to experience health and healing and abundance and overflow. He wants for you to experience relationships that build you up and encourage you. He wants for you na hindi lang excused ka sa mga problema, kundi even through the problems, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, kasama mo siya. Because it is not about you achieving something, but it is rather about you living in the achievements of Jesus Christ. Sabini Jesus on the cross, it is finished. It is done, tapos na, wala ka nang kailangan idagdag. So, yung ginawa niya on the cross, his perfect performance of paying for everyone's sin and death, he paid for it. He overpaid for it. So you don't have to add to it. So this message of being, we need to be in Christ. We need to find our identity in Christ. We can start participating today, but we don't finish participating today. Wherever you are in your life, whatever you may going, you may be going through. If you're new here, or you grew up here, or grew old here, <laughs> this message is still for you. Because today, we can start participating doon sa plano ni God para sa atin. Ano ba yung itsura ng plano ni God para sa atin? Unang-una, He wants for us to be with Jesus. 
We need to be with Jesus. Jesus called out the social rejects, yung mga patapon, mga pariwara, the outcasts, yung mga ayaw ng ibang tao, hindi katanggap-tanggap. Yes, there were educated disciples, but there were also uneducated disciples. So every walk of life, tanggap kay Jesus. So if you feel that you are unworthy, don't worry about that. Because we are in good company. The disciples, the apostles themselves, they started just to get to know Jesus. Hindi sila nag-aral ng Bible school. That's why when I feel unworthy about standing here in front of you and sharing the message, naaalala ko that it's not about me. It's all about Jesus. Ako, ang katawagan ko ay tinawag ako ni Jesus na sumunod sa kanya. Just like those first disciples. Jesus called fishermen. He called taxpayers. Mga BIR. Mga korap. He called people that you, that you don't necessarily like to spend time with. He was called a friend of sinners. He loved sinners and the unclean because he wanted to change their lives permanently. Samaritans, Gentiles, the poor, the sick, lepers, women, and the list goes on and on. Sa kultura nila, hindi nakikipaghalubilo ang mga kagalang-galang na tagapagturo ng salita ng Diyos sa mga hindi nila kapwa, sa mga babae. May sexism na nangyayari. But Jesus loved to be around people that needed to experience his love. The Gospels of Matthew and Luke both describe Jesus as a friend of sinners. He is not turned off by how unqualified we are because he qualifies us. Because of the finished work on the cross, yun ang nakakapag-qualify sa atin. So kung ano man ang, ang past mo, kung may past life ka or kaya may past lives ka, that's okay. Because it has all been bought and paid for with a price. We are called to be with Jesus. And that means receiving Him into our hearts. Accepting Him as our Lord and personal Savior. Having a personal, intimate relationship with Him. Na hindi lang natin siya nakakausap kapag Sunday, kundi nakakausap natin siya, nakakasama natin siya every day. And this is how our lives are changed. Hindi yung nagbabago tayo ng buhay, kundi nagpapabago tayo ng buhay. Kasi alam natin na minahal tayo ng Diyos. At kahit anong pa man ang mangyari, hindi, hindi niya tayo bibitawan. It says in Acts chapter 4 verse 13, The council members of the city were astonished as they witnessed the bold courage of Peter and John. Especially when they discovered that they were just ordinary men who had never had religious training. Then they began to understand the effect Jesus had on them simply by spending time with him. I love this verse, don't you? Because this just illustrates how beautifully God moves in our lives. Hindi mo kailangan ng encounter with God na may mga angels, na may mga shiny, bright light, na near-death experience, whatever. 
You don't need that. God does work in, the, in ways like that. But it, not all the time. The way that God changes us is by spending time with us. See, he loves to spend time with us. That's why may nickname is Jesus. He is called Emmanuel, God with us. So if you don't see yourself as loved, if you don't see yourself as accepted, if you don't see yourself as worthy, change your mind. Because these things are not true. You are loved. You are accepted. You are righteous. You are worthy because of Jesus. He loves you. He has made you worthy. He has accepted you. The Father says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So kung ano yung sinabi niya kay Jesus, yun din ang sinasabi niya sa atin. You are my beloved sons and daughters in whom I am well pleased because of Jesus. Ano ba ang vision ni God para sa atin na, oo, nakakasama natin si Jesus, pero hindi lang doon nagtatapos eh. We become like Jesus. Nagiging kagaya natin siya, kamukha natin siya, kawangis natin siya. It says in John 3 verse 30, we must become greater, he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. I hope that this is our prayer for our lives, that Jesus must become greater and greater. Siya yung nakikita, siya yung sumisikat, tuwing bumubuka ang ating bibig, tuwing may ginagawa tayo, si Jesus ang nagiging obvious. Si Jesus ang nagiging sikat. Hindi yung opinion mo, hindi yung galing mo, hindi yung dunong mo, kundi si Jesus. There are so many things that we can say. There are so many things that we want to do. There are so many ways that we can react to a specific situation. Pero kung tayo ay nakay Kristo, ang pairalin natin ay si Kristo. Hindi kung ano yung gusto nating sabihin. Hindi kung paano nating gusto mag-react. Hindi porket may, may emotions ka, ikaw, yung emotions mo na ang masusunod. Ang masusunod is kung paano magmahal si Kristo. Kung paano gumalaw si Kristo sa buhay mo. Here's the thing eh. A growing, maturing follower of Jesus, a Christian, will become less and less self-centered, and more and more Christ-centered. You become what you behold. So when you are beholding Jesus, when you are Jesus-focused, your orientation in your life, your posture in life is always focused on Jesus and on the kingdom of God. Everything else falls into place. Kaya, Kapag sinabing mahirap maging kristyano, no. It simply means being with Jesus and becoming like Jesus. It says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. And how did Jesus live his life? He lived a life of selflessness. He lived a life of servanthood. He lived a life 
thinking of other people. He was otherly minded. Kaya nga si Apostle Paul in Romans 1 verse 1, one of the most famous books in the Bible about doctrine, he was setting the foundation of Christianity. And this is how he starts the book. I, Paul, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. In the Bible, a bondservant is a slave who has chosen to remain a slave even after his master has set him free. So in that culture, pwede ka lang magkaroon ng slave for seven years. After seven years, you are to be set free. But if the slave says, I like how my master is treating me, I like how my life is going here, serving my master, I I think I will be blessed here rather than try to do it my own way outside. That's what it means to be called a bondservant. Willingly subservient to the master. Hindi na siya pilitan. Hindi na siya sapilitan. So Paul describes himself as this. I am a bondservant of Jesus. I am a servant of Jesus. But I am called to be an apostle. As followers of Jesus, we are called all of us, to be servants. By serving God, we serve His people. And we need to be otherly minded. We need to be conscious of the people around us. That's why I love this church, because we have a culture of service. We always are willing to serve. How can I help? How can I help my brother and my sister? How can I serve you? Because it is a privilege to serve. Ang pinaprotektahan natin is yung DNA ni Jesus. Ginagaya natin yun. You know, when I was studying for this topic, syempre ang pinaka-sikat na illustration of Jesus serving His disciples, aside from the cross, was when He went to the upper room. And he washed his disciples' feet. This was not a symbolic thing. This was not a religious ritual. In that culture, ang pinaka mababang slave, ang pinaka mababang servant, it was his role to wash the feet of the guests of the master. And during this time, during the Passover, sabi ni Jesus, Gusto ko lang, tayo-tayo lang. Let's celebrate the Passover together. Kayong 12, ako, tsaka siguro si Leonardo da Vinci kasi magpapainting siya. Diba? May, may pose tayo. <laughs> but sabi niya, tayo lang. And it was so exclusive that he didn't even allow the servant to come in and wash their feet. But here's what's interesting. Out of the 12 disciples, no one even bothered to wash Jesus' feet. It's not something that we think about, pero oh nga no. Si Jesus, madumi din yung paa. Galing din siya sa labas. But he was the one who was proactive about washing his disciples' feet. And it was such a beautiful illustration. And this is how he wants for us 
to live our lives. He was modeling this for us. Para tayo, no matter what it takes, because this is how we express love to each other. And there are times when we struggle with sin and doubt and fear. There are times that we feel unworthy to be called his disciples. But it's not about our performance. It's about his performance. He is faithful even when we are not. Just like the first disciples, they struggled with sin and doubt and fears. Meron din silang kanya-kanyang challenges. And that puts us in excellent company. When we are in over our head, when we don't know what to do, Jesus is still there. He is Emmanuel, God with us. When Peter came and walked on water, Lord, if that's really you, let me come to you. And Jesus was walking on water. They were in the boat and they were all scared. Grown men were scared. They were seasoned fishermen and they were scared for their lives. And they said, and Peter said, if it's really you, let me come to you. And he started walking on water. And that's amazing because as a disciple, we can do amazing things. Walking with Jesus, we can do the impossible because we are with him. But then he failed. He failed because he took his eyes off of Jesus and started seeing the wind and the waves. And he was afraid and he started sinking. But think about this. He was in over his head. He could not save himself. But Jesus was still there. And I love this painting. I don't know who painted it. But there is this painting from the perspective of Peter, of who Jesus was in that moment. I can relate to this. In so many areas of my life, I feel over my head. I'm way over my head. I'm overwhelmed. But Jesus is still there. And as we spend more time with Jesus, we become more like him. It says in Mark 1 verse 17, Then Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Notice this. This is a very familiar verse. This was Jesus calling the first disciples. Disciple means learner, a follower, a student. But he said this, Follow me. He did not give them a set of rules. He gave them a relationship. And I will make you become fishers of men. Notice the word there, become. We always ignore it. But it did not happen automatically. While Jesus was still ministering on this earth, they were called his disciples. But after he went up to heaven and the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples in the upper room, they were then called apostles. They were given the power of God to do what Jesus did. Discipleship is this, developing the character of Christ in our lives. Sabi sa John, seven, uh, John 13 verse 35, For when you demonstrate the same love I have for you, 
by loving one another, everyone will know that you are my true followers. When we love other people the same way that God loves us. See, it's very simple. We cannot give what we do not have. So we need to first receive God's love. Believe that God loves us and receive it in our lives. Let him fill us up and then overflow it. So that we can love the unlovable. So that you can love your neighbor. So that you can love your enemy. So that you can love your coworker. You can love your boss. You can love your teammates. And this is how we do what Jesus did. What did Jesus do? This was his mission statement. In Matthew 28 verses 19 and 20, this is our mission statement na binigay niya sa atin. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Look at that. To obey all the commands I have given you. What was the command that Jesus gave? Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. And how do we do this? We love God because he first loved us. John 14 verse 12 says this. I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do. Even greater miracles than these because I go to be with my Father. Ang ministry ni Jesus hindi nagtapos nung siya ay umakyat ulit sa langit. Hindi doon nagtapos. He said, these things you will do also because I am with you. I am in you. I am in covenant with you. How God sees you is how God sees me. His DNA is our DNA. And so we can do great miracles as well. We have this saying in this church. We do not just believe in miracles. We depend on them. Because we depend on the supernatural power of God to move in our lives. Na hindi lang tayo, oy may miracle, may nahil. Dapat hindi tayo nagugulat kapag may nahil. Dapat hindi tayo nagugulat kapag may na-deliver from bondage. May nagugulat, may na-deliver from, from spiritual attacks. When we see people in our family overcoming, we celebrate that. Dapat lang, because we are called to be champions in life. We are called to be sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So kapag nakikita mo na kakaiba nga ang pagiging isang Kristiyano, dapat lang. Kasi kakaiba ang Diyos natin eh. Siya ay totoo at siya ay kasama natin. It says in Acts chapter 2 verses 42 and 47. This is a picture of the early church. The early church started with a few hundred people. And then it exploded all over the world. And there was so much power. It was so potent. Ang amazing nung fire na nangyari, yung revival na nangyari, and it changed the world forever. We live in a world that has been affected by Christianity, by God's love. And this is where it started. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper 
and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over all, over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day and met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day, the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Effortless, effortless Christianity right here. They didn't try to get numbers added to them. Kailangan nilang palakihin yung church. No. They focused on their relationship with God. To be with Jesus and to become like Jesus. And out of the overflow of that, they did what Jesus did. They worshiped together in the temple and in their homes. They spent time with each other. They lived together. See, when Jesus called the disciples, they didn't, he didn't call them, na magkita-kita tayo once a week, magkakaroon tayo ng meeting, and then magshashare tayo ng mga problema, tapos tapos na yon. I'll pray for you. Magtexan na lang tayo. No. That is not what Jesus told them to do. He said, come, follow me, live with me, spend time with me, talk to me, experience life with me, let's do life together. And so, kapag nakikita mo na dito sa SFCC, bakit ang daming events? Bakit ang daming kailangan gawin? Why do we have to go to church? Why do we have to go to cell group? Why do we have soaking? Why do we have this and that? See, hindi kailangan. But it is a privilege for us to do so. Because we are spending time together. We are not spending. We are investing time together. We are doing life together. We are growing together in the Lord. We are dedicating ourselves to the apostles' teaching, to scripture. We are spending time. We are having fellowship. We are sharing in meals. And we are spending time in prayer. And this is where I'd like to close, that a deep sense of awe would come over us all. Not just us, but the people outside. That they see, nakakaibanga ang family na ito. Because we have a relationship with Jesus. We have a personal, intimate pagkakakilala with Jesus. May isang very popular na evangelist that nung wala pang mga kotse, he rode roughly about 5,000 kilometers on horseback. Just spreading the gospel. And this was how passionate he was. Pero sabi niya, I pray that on, that the day I die, pag akyat ko sa heaven, hindi ako makakakita ng isang stranger. Kundi makikikita ko si Jesus bilang aking close, close friend. And I hope that this is our prayer too. That we are not just coming to church so that we can one day experience the presence of God. But that we experience the presence of God every day. That we experience His love. And we are filled with His love. And we overflow that love to other people in our word and our deed. Love is the mark of true maturity. 
we become more fluent in receiving God's love and overflowing it to others. So today, let's help other people encounter His love. This is how we change the world. How can I help my coworkers, my classmates, my family, my neighbors, my enemies? How can I help them encounter God's love through me? And by doing so, we will point them to Jesus. So let's take this moment and ask God, Lord, what are you saying to me through this message? How can I engage more in being with Jesus? How can I become more like Jesus? How can I do what Jesus did? Father, we come to you as we are, no secrets, because we can't hide anything from you. You know the true state of our souls. You know the true state of our minds. And we thank you that you love us just as we are. That you call us just as we are. And you don't want for us to stay just as we are. But you want us to become more like Jesus. Thank you that your calling on our lives is so amazing. So full of potential. So great. It's so much bigger than ourselves. Than all of our wildest dreams. And you call us to participate in your plans. You call us to do what Jesus did and even greater things also. You have called us to change the world one life at a time. We receive your love right now and we ask that you help us to overflow that to the people that you have called us to love. Amen.